Yo, 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 welcome back, fellers and fellettes, Buds and Sports here, let's go, yo, it is the recap episode, week 12, Thanksgiving 12. week, how's your guys' Thanksgiving, was it fun, was it boring, did you guys eat a lot, who knows, I didn't fall in a coma, but I ate pretty good. How about yourself, Francis? Uh, it was all right. Was all right. I should have I should have ate, ate more, but should have ate more. All right, all right. Should've yeah. Well, didn't do the proper introductions, but hey, it is what it is. I'm Spuddy McGee. What's happening? This is Francis. Yo, it's good, everybody. Yep, 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 and. Let's get this recap started with the Thanksgiving games. Uh, we'll start with the the very first one, Buffalo Detroit. Yes. What did you think yes. getting before the score even happened? What did you expect this game? Um, I did not expect the Lions to hang around or, or kind of go toe to toe with them. I, that was not my expectation. You know um, what? I did. You I did. I I wasn't expecting them to win. But they were on a hot streak, so it, it, I uh-huh. I think the mojo was, a hey, we're gonna fucking bite their their kneecaps off. We're, 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 we're fucking gonna do it, and and that shit went down to the wire. It did, it did. Like I I didn't see a three point difference, uh, mm-hmm. and it and then you know Josh Allen having to do some amazing things in mm-hmm. the end, but exactly. Um, I I, I kind of read it as maybe a ten point difference. Um. The Lions are capable of putting up points. I just thought eventually the Bills would pull away because the Lions' defense is, like, very questionable. I mean, they're uh, kind of getting it together just a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. No, each, they're playing a lot better. better. Each game is getting yeah. better. You know, um, Aiden Hutchinson is actually becoming, hey, you know. I mean, he's, alive. Always, he's, he's there, but now he's there. I mean, he's not going to win yeah, rookie, yeah. defensive rookie of the year or rookie of the year. But at least now he could be talked about like, yeah, he he's he's in conversation, but no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I fully believe he'll develop into a pro yeah. bowler. Yeah, I had the uh, Detroit winning the spread on this one. I just didn't think they're gonna win the dub. I think it was an eight point spread. I was like, Oh, Detroit got this. Detroit Detroit got eight this. Points. Yeah. hmm And I mean shit, they almost won. They almost took it to overtime. They they almost took it to overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, I guess one thing to question about this game, and this is on Detroit's end, what are they gonna do with DeAndre Swift? Um, it's it's looking like he's probably gonna find a new team. I feel like ask for a trade or um, something like that. Either ask, I I don't know the details of his contract. Um, I just know I, at this point, I don't see him wanting to sign an extension, even if the lines, if that's assuming the lines even offer it to him, because it, it really seems like they're sticking with Jamal Williams, or we might see them draft the running back, uh, yeah. this, in this next draft. Yeah. Um, but something happened between Deandre Swift and the lions and I don't get good vibes from it. And I just feel like Swift is going to eventually find a new team. Yeah, I mean, this is Swift. Talk about his status. I mean, how many games he plays? He's been like this for three years. 
He just can't stay yeah. on the football pe- football field for a long period of time. Um, and his injuries are they they last a long time too. Like it's not no like one or two games. You know, I'm out, but I'm yeah. back in. He's out for like four to five, six weeks. You know, and yeah, uh, I mean, hasn't been looking good. Yeah, it since they got Jamal Williams, every time they ask him to start and produce, he's produce every time. So mm-hmm. like, you can't knock someone that's showing up even when they're banged up and still produces like how Jamal Williams has been producing. You kind of want to reward that you know behavior, despite. You know, the injuries that happened to Swift, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I don't feel bad for Swift, you know, getting um, put on the side for Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams has been there. I mean, that's that's the reality of the game was, like, the opportunities, you, you grab hold of it, and it fits the mold of the Lions right now. At this point, how the Lions are getting coached and how this um, identity is, Jamal Williams fits it more than DeAndre Swift. It's just, right. That's just no, facts. I, yeah. It's just facts. So they seem to they seem to feel that way, yeah. Exactly. So um I I think he does find a new home next year. I want to say he's still on his rookie contract, so Lions may have a option to opt out of it. Because yeah. why play around and sign DeAndre Swift if that's not your identity? And you're just playing with um, another man's contract at that point. Exactly. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see by the end of the season. But I think we already got the glimpse of what's going to happen with DeAndre Swift and the Lions. Yeah. It, it's it's looking like it's heading in that direction. Yeah. Um, as for the Bills, do you think their offense is kind of – slowing down more than usual lately um i think i think people are expecting them to put up more points than they have been yeah, yeah. um i think I, because i i also think because people can't really get that matchup last season between the chiefs and the bills out of their head you know they yeah. saw two juggernaut teams going toe to toe and so i think in a lot of people's minds bills can be just as good as the chiefs offense mm-hmm. and we see and we see the Chiefs offense lighting it up every mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. But the Bills, it's been up and down with their offense. Um yeah. But I'm uh, to me, I I think I think the Chiefs solely because of Andy Reid and that system and all the core players on offense being in that system for the amount of years that they've been in, they're just naturally for me gonna be the better offense. Oh, of, um, of course. So for the Bills, like as long as they're winning games, and you know they are sitting at eight and three, that division is pretty hot though. So they mm-hmm. they got to be careful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at, at eight and three, they're doing good. They're mm-hmm. doing solid. So um, to me, it doesn't really matter if if they're gonna put up thirty plus points every game. Just get the dub. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, this past game, um, Allen and Diggs. Um, didn't particularly have the best connection throughout the whole game. I mean, yeah. Diggs had a lot of yeah. targets, but the receptions weren't there. But at the end of the day, of you're going to have games like that. But at the end of the day, he was able to get a touchdown to tie it up and to make um, a crucial catch to set up a field goal. 
Yeah, and, like in the big moments. Exactly, exactly. Like some games, hey, shit might hit the fan, but Allen was like, you're still my number one. You're still my go-to. Let's get this shit done. And that's what happened. Right. So at like mm-hmm. that connection still, you know, is, I guess you could say, um, still, still in its prime, that connection. The problem that I feel from the Bills is – when that connection is not working, who's going to be the consistent number two, number three, you know? Yeah. Because at times, yeah, Gabe Davis explodes and things like that. But then there's times where, like, for him to step up, he's not stepping up. Mm-hmm. Or um, just someone else need to, needs to step up on those situations when two players aren't on, you know? Or maybe they need to give it to Dawson Knox a little bit more, because I feel like that's that's been something that's been kind of missing since last year. Because last year Dawson Knox was on a tear. Oh no, yeah, he was involved yeah, a lot more. Yeah, sure. compared to this year. So, um, yeah, you know, those are just like a few of the things that I've noticed with this Bills defense um, offense this time around, where it's like, you know, it's not Stephon Diggs and Allen. I'm worried about I'm just. The other connections from the other receivers. Yeah, and and this happens too when when your run game is too weak yeah. uh, to balance out an offense. You know, um, mm-hmm. they're clearly a throwing team because if you if you go up to Devin Singletary and Naeem Hines and ask them like, "Hey, can you win us this game?" They they're not. They can't. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's, they they're not, they're don't not. even try. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, they don't even try it. Like, you guys made the trade for Naheem Himes, and where has he been? Where has he been? Like, you made the trade. You made a move just to give him a couple of touches a game. It <laughs> you, just makes no sense. That's why you, That's you why when it happened, Just to I'm make like, a move. Just to make a move. Yeah. Right? I, I'm like, when it happened, I'm like, that... You shouldn't even... If it, if if you got Naheem Himes, you honestly shouldn't even have done anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been the better move. You know, mm-hmm. if if you weren't going to go out and get yourself a Kareem Hunt or whoever was available at that time, don't, yeah, just don't do anything. Because getting Naeem Hines and then just to give him, what, two or three touches a game, how does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. You, you make, like, teams are supposed to make big moves at the trade deadline that makes your team better and, mm-hmm. and kind of solidifies your run to a championship. Mm-hmm. Naeem Hines was very underwhelming and so that's why this Bills offense is heavily stacked towards the passing game they can't rely on their run game to win them any game so Mm-mm. Josh Allen and Diggs do have to be uh, on their game I think their room though the wide receiver room is talented enough I think yeah. Gabe Davis Isaiah Definitely. McKenzie um, they can get it done but also I also think the more versatile teams in the playoffs versatile versatile i don't know how do you say it versatile. um they they're the ones that have most success i feel like the more one-dimensional you are in the playoffs that's a little dangerous yeah. but um josh allen they're lucky they have josh allen because he is a huge di- he can be a huge difference maker he can carry a team because he has both legs and arms and, and he's a big dude yeah you yeah, know. and it's weird because Chiefs can actually run the ball compared to the Bills. Oh, exactly. That's thank you. I was like, I know I'm forgetting to say something. Yeah. Pacheco is easily better than Singletary and Naeem Hines. Yeah. So the Chiefs have a much better run game than the Bills. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, if you stack their wide receivers next to each other, yeah, the Bills might have the more talented, explosive room, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really matter on that Chiefs offense yeah. that they're getting shit done. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Done with that game. We'll go to the next Turkey Bowl yeah. game. Uh, division rivalry. We got the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Um, yep. You yeah. you go ahead and get, kind of give me a summary of this one. I I did not watch too much of this one. Um, first half was um very much New York Giants and Dallas Cowboy. Um, as of lately, I feel like mm-hmm. for some reason, um, especially how the Giants are right now. I mean, you're gonna look at his record, their record, and you're like, hey, they're actually pretty good. In my head, I'm like, no, they're really not. We play yeah. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys play to their competition, and sure enough, that's what happened. Um, two early picks yeah. happened. Um, Giants Oof. were able to um, get a lead um, to begin with. So, very, this is very much standard. I feel with the Giants in Cowboy <clears throat> game, and um, I was I was telling this to to my uncles. I don't know. I, I forget if I told you guys before this though, but. Um, to be honest, Cowboys offense runs through their running backs, both running backs, with Tony Pollard yeah. and Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said this before, just with just the run game in general, but it really truly does. Because the week yeah. before, week before, who scored the, all the touchdowns? Zeke Pollard and Pollard. Zeke had two. Mm-hmm. Pollard had two. Mm-hmm. First half of the Giants game, people doing damage. Was Zeke? Zeke was doing damage, but he wasn't getting yeah. enough touches. I feel like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the interceptions—one was Dak fault, the other one was tipped into the other person's hand. So, you know, you yeah. call it as it is. But I mean, at the end of the day, we need this. The Cowboys need to just stop. You know, stop trying to throw it so much and prove a right. point prove a point mm-hmm. and just prove the point through your running backs then throw it i don't know how many weeks i've been saying this so many times run the ball first throwing is a compliment right you know like when did when did the cowboys become a pass first team we've shown in the past yeah. we can but at the same time it's not that consistent Okay, I'll, let me ask you this real quick. Um, so they carried the ball. They ran the ball, if you include C.D. Lamb's two carries. They ran mm-hmm. it 36 times. Mm-hmm. Dak, Dak Prescott had 30 pass attempts. Do you like that ratio? Or I like what 50, do you 50. think the ratio I like be? 50-50. I, you I, like 50-50. I okay. like 50-50 I like or more rushing because, I mean, we're more of a run-dominant team, I feel. Okay. You know, I I would prefer a little bit more rushing than passing, but if it's fifty fifty, that works. That works. I I ain't mad at that. I mean, and it did work. It, it, yeah, it worked. The second half, it really flourished. You could say. Yeah. I mean, shit, we handed off to the tight end to get a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> to Schultz? No, uh, Hendershot. He's like a. I'm oh, say he's, he's one of our rookie tight ends. Get this: we have four active tight ends. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four active <laughs> tight ends, and weirdly enough, we kind of use at least of three them. of them. 
At least three of them. <laughs> At least three of them because three, one got a touchdown, Schultz got two touchdowns, and Ferguson got yeah. three catches for 57 yards. Yeah, you'd be, you you'd be using tight ends. Yeah, it, and it's weird because, like, if you look at our receiving, you only see CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, and not another receiver. Like, Noah Brown is mm-hmm. gone. Gone. <laughs> like, I don't know if he got injured, if that's why, but, like, yeah. we, we resorted towards, like, literally two receivers, two tight end sets, and then Zeke and Pollard. Which, that's true because which yeah, I am I, fine I mean, with. Because, yeah. Yeah. like I, like I've always been, I've been a strong guy. If we're not gonna have a fucking fullback, god damn it, give me two tight ends then. <laughs> give me fucking <laughs> do, do two something tight. different, yeah. creative. Do something. <laughs> give, give me some beef going down, you know, the holes. Yes. Pause. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. That's all I want. Like, I, I really feel like Cowboys could be such a, a, a bully team if we commit to that. And then mm. the compliment is that throw to CD Lamb, that throw to Gallup, and we're good. We're great. That's yeah. that's all I want. Because like with that formula, it makes Dak a star with with also limiting him throwing the ball too much. You get big yeah. plays from Lamb. Gallup had some nice, you know, clutch catches this this past game. So I I mean I don't know they like they came the Cowboys came alive in the second half which is great um, yeah. I mean it was kind of cruise control in the fourth for the Cowboys so like the twenty eight twenty score it it was already kind of over by then mm-hmm. but I mean it it was in the bag yeah. as for the Giants yeah. you, you could just tell they weren't playing a hundred percent like they're making some mistakes and things like that but at the same time it kind of just it kind of showed that you know they're not as good as their record says yeah you know it, it, in I mean, all reality like they they're not as good they're not there yet they're not there yet well it, it was hard for me to imagine them moving the ball against your guys' defense because Saquon did have a tough night or yeah, day yeah um Darius Slayton had yeah. had some nice catches I'll tell you that. He had some nice catches. Yeah, Darius Slayton is solid for them. He mm-hmm. has to play as the one. But that's the thing. That's Darius Slayton. Like, mm-hmm. The fact that he's their one, mm-hmm. is, it tells you the story. And Daniel Jones only tried rushing three times. He was not trying to get hit nah. by your guy. No, nah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, the defense, like I said, the defense did their thing. Yeah. Those two interceptions, I want to say... One led to a field goal, the other one led to a touchdown. So, you know, you wipe that points. you you wipe that across yeah. the board as twenty eight ten game in reality. Yeah. So yeah. I mean I, mean, I, I think the Cowboys uh, you know that's that's the thing. Their offense, it's not the prettiest, but mm-hmm. it, it scores enough points because the defense is consistently showing up. Yeah. Um exactly. And um that's the that, that's the thing, like yeah, a lot of people gripe about that, but at the same time, he's able to have the composure to overcome those interceptions. Yeah, you like know? he doesn't fold. Exactly. Yeah. That, and and that's the point where I'm like, you know, that's good. That's good from that. Like he yeah. he gets the interceptions, shit happens and he's able to still play along with it. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I I forget the last time that threw like over like I know I've seen obviously this game was two interceptions. I forgot if he's thrown a three interception game. Oh, I forget. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't want to remember, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that the thing is, is the defense is always gonna. As that's the thing. Like as long as you don't turn the ball over, because that's gonna be the demise of the Cowboys. Yeah. If if they turn the ball over, they're gonna let teams hang around and take the mm-hmm. game. But if you play a clean game, that mm-hmm. defense is gonna do the work, and yeah. you. On, your offense at that point only probably has to score about what twenty one points, twenty one, twenty four points. I, I, I like the, I like the twenty eight margin. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like let's get to twenty eight. Yeah, let's get to twenty eight, and you know what? Now I'm looking at the defense like, hey, you guys better do your job. <laughs> yeah, you know? because the thing is, like, our our receiving room is not how it is with past years, to say the least. Yeah. Like losing Amari Cooper is a big deal. It's it a bi- it's a big deal, and you know some people noticed right away, some people didn't. But I mean, it the trade was to allow CD Lamb to flourish, right? Is he kind of? But that also means the other receivers have to flourish as well, and that's where it's kind of been eh at. Yeah. You know, like obviously Gallup's still mm-hmm. recovering from an injury, and um. Noah Brown, um, I don't know if he's just out of the system or injuries, but uh, it's not even just Noah Brown. It's all the rest of the receivers that we were basically committing to. I haven't heard from them. So, I yeah. mean, yeah, compared to past seasons, our running our receiver room is not that good compared to, like, us slinging the ball, just trying to, you know, survive on a win. Yeah, because yeah, the thing is, like a lot of people like say with that about like oh that threw in garbage time to win games and things like that, and it's like well, yeah, he had to throw himself to get in the games, but at the same time, he won games still. If you want to call it garbage time, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, winning like, games, it's not really garbage. Exactly, you know. So, <laughs> like, the, like that one game we weren't supposed to win, but we ended up winning it. Like either last season or two seasons ago it was like 54 55 some shit that had a that had to throw himself back in the game and Mm -hmm. it it worked that was stressful but you know yeah like it wasn't total like garbage time like what people like to put on it you know yeah i know that has some flaws of um um nailing like certain throws and things like that but he can make hard throws though Oh yeah, it's just I, yeah. The key He's is exactly the key is to to basically have that in a certain throw pocket. I want to say from thirty is a good one to twenty five, at most thirty five. Yeah. That twenty five thirty five yeah. pocket of throwing attempts, that's where he should stay in. But that needs to get controlled by the running game as well. So the running yeah. game goes heavy, and then certain throws get opened up where it's an easier pass to make. Right. I don't know. Kalen Moore needs to fucking take notes. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the overall aspect of the game. Um, Giants aren't there yet. I I'd still like their defense, and they're actually missing a lot of key players, too, on defense. Uh-huh. I still think their mm-hmm. defense is very underrated of what people think. Their offense yeah. just needs to get together. 
And I'm still not a believer in Daniel Jones. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, he, he he's just kind of like a, a inspirational tool right now for the Giants right now. I I think he'd be one hell of a backup. He's a it's great just, backup. He's Colt McCoy like, 2.0. Yeah, like he'll he, he he'll be a hell of a backup. I'm not. I mean, I'm not completely sold that he's a franchise player. No, no, no. But no. I'm just saying he's had a he's had a decent season. I if you told me like if you showed me this roster minus Saquon Barkley, like let's just leave Saquon out of it. Mm-hmm. But if you showed me this roster, the wide receiver room, and you said this room is going to be led by Daniel Jones, how many games do you guys think they're going to win? I I'd have them in the bottom five. There's no way I would I would mm-hmm. predict the type of season that they've been having. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I th- that's why I have to give him credit because his roster, like his his offense, his weapons. Like if we're, I mean, to be fair, like if we're gonna talk about these other quarterbacks and be like, okay, he could be good, but he he doesn't have the weapons. Like Daniel Jones this season doesn't have the weapons. <laughs> Yeah, but we 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 have seen we've several seen seasons of Daniel Jones bad decision making. Yeah, we we've seen some low lights. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the Giants do yeah. because yeah, yeah, it could it could be it could honestly be like turn into a Tannehill situation where early on I didn't think Tannehill was a franchise guy. I didn't think mm-hmm. they were going to stick with him as long as they did, but. Um, the Titans ended up doing that, so who knows? Who I was going to say Titans or Miami. <laughs> uh, oh, well, my because Miami moved on from him, right? That's I'm, how he ended up with the Titans. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. But they 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 stuck yeah. onto him for a while though, too. They did, they did. I think by by this point, the t- he's been a Titan longer than a Dolphin, right? Or do you, do you know off the top of your head? I do not know at the top. Of my oh, okay. Head. But that's yeah, that's well, a really good question. The the Titans, yeah, they 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 stuck with him a lot, like maybe two more seasons than I really thought he was going to be there for. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, who knows? Dolphins from Dolphins, he had six seasons. Oh, he was there. He was there, a and while. then um, Titans from nineteen to now. No way, he's been a Titan for only three years. One, or two, is it going to be four? It'll be four. four five, six, seven. Just, so seven seasons with the Dolphins. One, two, four years with the Titans. Four years with the Titans. Damn. Yeah. See? And it's Tannehill. Like, if the bar is Tannehill, I think Daniel Jones, that's an achievable goal for Daniel Jones. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I don't he know. He needs... He just needs a supporting cast and a good defense. So we'll see. Hey, he's a Tannehill that can run. The Tannehill that's faster. Yeah. Super fast. All right. Um, last Thanksgiving game. Probably, honestly, the most entertaining because of how no one expected this outcome. Of, yeah. Of points. 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 Every, every, yeah. Points every quarter. Mm-hmm. We had the uh-huh. Patriots versus Vikings. Vikings was able to get the dub 33-26. Crazy that Patriots put up 26 points. Kirk Cousins won a big, not just a primetime game, but 
one where a lot of eyeballs were watching. Mm-hmm. It was the night. It was the night game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and the night game on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Kirk Cousins says, "You know what? Give me back my chains." Give me back my chains. However, because we didn't have a recap episode last week, we didn't get to talk about Vikings and Cowboys, but yeah. the Cowboys did give them a necessary humbling spanking yeah. to kind of chill out the, the Kirkio memes the and shit. You know? <laughs> okay, little, little Kirkio. Uh, yeah. I, everybody calm down, okay? Settle down just a bit. <laughs> Settle down. They met up with the real defense and got that ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> they had to chuck in their chains for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Had to hide them a little bit. Hey, but but, but, hey, but when back, they leave, they came back out. they're coming back out again. <laughs> they came back out. They're coming back out. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones played a decent game. Uh, did yeah. not turn the ball over. Yeah. Um. But the Patriots, they couldn't get their run game going, which is why you see Mac Jones with almost forty attempts. Unreal. Um, Ramondre, Damian, they were not being effective or efficient. Mm-hmm. Um. But surprisingly, the Patriots' pass game kind of showed up. And they they were going toe to toe with this Vikings offense. Yeah, they spread the ball just enough that you know everyone got a piece of the pie that were in uh, that were actually involved. So good for the Patriots there because I thought like you know they weren't using certain players like Devontae Parker has been pretty quiet this whole season. Personally, he has, but he gets chunk yardage. Exactly, he's just that deep ball guy. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Um. So yeah, his targets and receptions have not been the highest, but that yardage it it kind of stays up there. Yeah, um, all you need is one catch of him, and he'll he'll get the yardage for you. Yeah, um, kind of funny how Ramondre Stevenson had the most targets more than any wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, check down, check down, check down. Right, he. I'm telling you, he, he's the mini Kamara this this year. Really? Um. Because they used to pass the Kamara that many times. Like, oh, oh, his targets. Oh, definitely. And I yeah, see, his targets are crazy. You know what? It's like you gotta appreciate Sean Payton at one point. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you know they they he knew what he was doing. He knew how to how to use certain players. Yeah. Um. Justin Jefferson. Stat line, not surprising. 11 targets, 9 receptions, 139 yards with a tub. Mm-hmm. Adam Thielen got involved. Of course. He got double-digit double targets as well. 9 receptions, got a tub. Hawkinson. Um, Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Hawkinson, from the moment he put on that purple jersey, they said, you are one of us, and we are going to use the fuck out of you. You are a skull, <laughs> brother. Skull! You are home, skull. You are home now. Mm-hmm. We, we, have, we have saved you from those savages that, that took you away. Come to Midgard. Hey. Come to Midgard. <laughs> Drink beer with us. Fine you, beer. You... You will now be the Viking you were meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so TJ fitting fitting right in into that offense. I mean, that's how you use a trade 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 deadline asset right there. Mm-hmm. You get you make a move, 
you insert them, use the fuck out of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy that it was with your rival. True. True. It, it did take me a little bit to make that connection that they are in the same division. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happened. It fucking happened. I mean, shit. Brett Favre played quarterback for two teams in that division. <laughs> That's a little different. That, yeah, that that was even worse. Yeah, that, that yeah. one's a little different. A little, <laughs> little fuckery there. Yeah, that was. Um, but yeah, no, this was a good game. It was a good game all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to you had to watch it to the end. I I was talking to Spud off air and I. Told them I I expected the Patriots defense to kind of buckle down as the game went on, but I got to give credit to the Vikings. They were still able to be very effective. Kirk Cousins had a big throw. Mm -hmm. I forget what what quarter it was, but it was a it was a dot. I had to give him credit for it. Yeah. Um. So he had some big moments. Uh, Vikings keeper. They bounced back from a ass whooping. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I was was about to comment on hey they they bounced back in a big way against yep. a strong Patriots defense. Still a little inexperienced, but still very strong. Very efficient and strong, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you went from good defense to good defense, and they are able to put 30 on this other good defense. Yeah. Yeah, so overall, great game. If, if you guys are fortunate enough to watch it. Yeah. Going. Now, time to some fuckery games. All the Sunday games, man. <laughs> Fuck Sunday games. Uh, there was week. shit. There was some shit that happened. Oh my gosh! I the thing is, I don't even know where to begin because I don't. Like the first <laughs> half of all these games were a bunch of what the fuck moments. Um, yeah. we'll start off with Denver, Carolina. What the fuck here? Yeah, yeah. Um, Broncos are a terrible team. Yeah. They're a terrible team and their defense has had it. Oh, oh, that that man could not contain himself yeah. anymore. Yeah. He could not hold it in any fucking more. He mm-hmm. said, if I have to watch this man speak to the media after a hot L mm-hmm. one more time, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my shit. And he lost the shit. And say, as a team, we need to do better. No, you need to do <laughs> no, better. You, Y'all you, need to do better over you. there. We set y'all up that if you just score eighteen points, we're we're uh ten and one mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's the most craziest thing. Like this defense really does the most to prevent like shit from happening. At, at this point, like I don't know if you agree, but at this point, I think Tim Tebow has a better record with this same roster. Yes. Same defense, same defense, same offense. I think Tim Tebow is at least 50%. Because like, at least he could play well in the fourth quarter. Yes. At least he gets some scoring drives going when they need it. Not only that, Tim Tebow will have way more rushing yards. Way more rushing yards. Mm-hmm. It, it, this this team is is terrible. It's it's worse than terrible actually. It's Yeah. I I am ashamed. To know that they're this bad and to know that my 49ers lost to them this year. That's it's it's terrible. Yes, they're rolling right now, but just to know that that is one of our L's. Yeah. Yeah. This is terrible. Because, yeah, I'm wondering, like, how the fuck do they get three wins at this point? You know, like it, it, it's, yeah. it's that bad. 
it's that bad with Denver in this offense. This offense, because the defense could just really do so much. So, oh, so man. much. If, if certain teams had this exact same defense, oof, they'd be scary. It, it, exactly. Like, man, like, the thing is, Elon, um, my cousin, like, he explained to me he watched a Denver Denver against the Chargers. At one point, mm-hmm. he's like, I, "I'm not, I'm not totally like belling out Russell." But when I saw the vision that he saw, these receivers are kind of ass as well because they're they're doing too much option routes where they kind of choose what routes to pick. Like, they're, they're like <laughs> they have a they have a little route tree. Like that, yeah. either do this or that. They have too much, mm-hmm. like basically, freedom to choose certain routes that they're picking the yeah. wrong routes, and it's leading them to basically get covered compared to try to get like the first down for Russell. Right. So, so it's right. it's a combination of of Russell playing bad and the receivers just not you know not reading yep. the reading the field themselves. Oh, there's a disconnect somewhere, mm-hmm. whether it's between Russell and his receivers, whether it's between Russell and his offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. or I, there's a di- there is disconnect mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, Elon was saying, like, they need to just run routes and not have these option routes where, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to do I'm going to do this since the corner is playing this or this, that, that third. It's like, no, just run a route. And not only yeah. that is continue to run your routes. So he was telling right. me that that's what he saw when he they played against the Chargers. He's not trying to bail out Russell, but you know, it's also the receivers playing like ass too. The overall, the whole, uh, yeah, whole the, offense, the whole is, offense is bad. At the end of the day, he still bad. explains the whole offense is just fucking garbage. It's you terrible. know, like basically to sum up the Broncos just season is how Sam Darnold roll his way into the end zone. <laughs> he literally fumbled the ball, got his own uh, fumble, and rolled into the end zone. Rolled in. Mm-hmm. Stop, drop, and roll style. <sighs> that That is, you know. It's a new low. Even for the Broncos who have had a terrible season, losing to the Sam Darnold-led Panthers is a new low. Yeah. New low, literally, new one. Literally getting rolled on. Literally, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh shit. Um, speaking to the Panthers, um, Deontay Foreman really got a shot to be a starter on this team. He does. I, I he like, does from from him taking over for Derrick Henry last year when he was out with his foot injury. Till st- stepping in for Christian McCaffrey since he got traded, he's proven that he could run big yards and consistently get hundred yard games. Produce, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, like- off the top of my head, I don't know where the O line ranks for the Panthers, but I don't expect it to be that high. And and Deontay Foreman is is still mm-hmm. getting it done. Twenty four carries, average of four point seven yards a carry. That's good numbers yep. right there. That's great numbers right there. You know, um, yeah, um, Sam Darnold was more efficient than Russell Wilson. He only threw 19 times Sam Darnold. And he made DJ Moore look like a champ again. 
<laughs> somehow. Somehow, some way. So, <sighs> yeah, this game was doo-doo. Let's hurry up and move on. Yeah, Broncos, yeah. trash. Um, trash. This Cleveland Buccaneer game was very, very interesting. It um, was. <laughs> I caught I call glimpses of this, but it was very, very confusing to me. <laughs> it, <laughs> yes, I think that's the more accurate word. It was a confusing game. You didn't really know who was the better team. Didn't know who they, was the better team. Who was actually winning at the time, I still didn't know. Even yeah. though, like, the score said who was winning. I'm like, I don't know who, if, you no. know, <laughs> they're really winning right now. Yeah, n- neither team could really pull away from the other. They kind of, they, they sort of locked horns. It's like, okay, you scored, now we're going to score. You can't score, mm-hmm. now we can't score. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it felt like that. It I, felt like that. Yeah, Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay was able to be up um, 17-10 at one point. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the ad just came on. I don't know why. But, yeah, they're up 17-10. But at the same time, they Browns put it to overtime and um, won in an overtime. So it's like yeah. it, it, it was a very weird vibe game. And uh, honestly, this is a big blow to the Buccaneers because their record's shite and they play in a shite division. So they needed this to really lock it up. Yeah, that's I, that's actually the thing that's saving them is the fact that this division is so bad that mm-hmm. they they still have a really good chance. They just got to clean it up. Exactly. Like yeah. they could cr- um, crutch their way in. And they're going to be like, okay, it's a new season, the postseason. We're going to play different. But they just need to hope they right. get in. They need to get in. They need to mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. So they can't They can't lose these type of games. But, hey, um, it's Tom Brady. I don't I don't know. Yeah. It, I get it. It's a different year. He's mm-hmm. going through some stuff. But yeah. I, I still think he kind of rallies those guys together. They end up making it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what type of identity they want to go to, like, run – run first or pass uh, obviously Tom Brady for throwing for 43 yards kind of explains everything but it's not as effective that's the thing they're not really effective I thought they were going to use right. um Rashad uh, Richard uh, Richard White a little bit more than they did mm-hmm. but um I mean he was he was on both sides of rushing and passing but I felt like a little yeah. bit more ground pound is needed for this um Buccaneers team so um yeah We'll see, because I mean, obviously, it works for the Browns. Browns, they no, I I gotta credit the Browns. They they went up a very against a good run defense, and they didn't shy away from the from the run game. No. Nick Chubb still had twenty six carries. He was able to get over a hundred yards mm-hmm. in the tub. So it's it's funny because yeah, the Browns are a run first team, but they um, Brissett threw thirty seven times, and yeah. in a weird way, I feel like mm-hmm. when you're such a run heavy team. You have to throw the ball so not many people are in the box to help out Nick Chubb. You're throwing yeah. just to kind of relax the box rather than going for the kill. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, Nick Chubb had a great game. Mari Cooper made yeah. amazing catches that led to, you know, the win. Yeah. You know, don't yeah, sleep on Amari good. Cooper as a Brown. Still. Don't. Still. Don't. That and and this man is having a solid season with Jacoby Brissett throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. So now, as soon as he gets a 
a franchise guy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that brings up the next question for on the Browns next week. Deshaun Watson. Texans? Yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, we, we, I don't know what to expect. Let's just I don't that. either. I really don't. I really don't. There's so many question marks. Um, yeah. He hasn't he hasn't played a real game in who knows how long by now, and we got to see if he gels well in that offense in that system. If mm-hmm. he gels well with the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. um, if he has enough reps with the wide receivers in the room, yeah, um, they're just saying it's... fuck it, you're starting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean really, they, they really said they... fuck it, you're starting. They they spent all that money for him and all that all that stuff to get him. So as as a business decision, I yes, I understand it. It's like you have your your jersey, your face, you have to be out there. Get out there. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> um but it it's all from a football perspective, it it is gonna be interesting because Fuck he's been risky. out for so long. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we'll we'll definitely see, definitely see. This I hope I'm able to watch even a little bit of that fucking um game. I don't know. We'll see. But on to the next. Um, I guess you could call this a surprising upset. I had a weird feeling that this was going to be a trap game, but the Ravens versus the Jags. The way it happened. Yes, the, it was more of the way that happened. I I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I knew it was going to be a close game just because Ravens offense just hasn't been really productive as of late. Right. Um, The defense is really just kind of working out the Kings still with their new additions and still with a bunch of injuries. But, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting a dub for the, the Jaguars. Matter of fact, the way they got the dub, too, was pretty wild wild ballsy bold but this is the type of confidence that you want trevor lawrence to fucking get when he wins these type of games I, i'm i'm almost starting to think that that is going to be the more more common meta decision if if a team finds themselves scoring late in a game where there's only seconds left on the clock and they're and they have the option to Kick the extra point and tie the game, or go for two. I think I think the meta now is is going to start being you go for two instead of taking it to OT. I agree with you because it's like a weird, um, I guess you could say moment momentum shifter. I guess you could say when you only score the one point and you don't get the ball mm-hmm. back. You know, yeah, it's like I yeah. don't, I don't know. I I get what I get what you mean too because it's like, do we really want Lamar Jackson to have a chance with the ball? Fuck yeah. no, that, fuck no. I I think that's what they're starting to look how they're starting to see it. It's like okay, we tie it up and we're not gonna we can't guarantee ourselves a win in overtime. So are we gonna risk one more injury and you know spending spending more of our players basically? Mm. For for a situation that m- we might not come out for the dub, or should we just decide it right here, right now, and yeah. and possibly just take it? Yeah, like basically the dub is in our hands rather than a coin flip. Yeah, and not so, only that, we had the momentum to score 
this touchdown. So let's keep the yeah. momentum to score this extra points with the exactly. two-point conversion. So I, so I do think I think that's the new norm. That's yeah, going to be the new norm. It does help that they were for uh, at the time three and seven, or yeah, yeah, three yeah, and seven. Yeah. So. In in a way, it feels like they were pressured into this, but hey, it fucking worked. It worked. Both both it play worked. calls fantastic, but also the throws were exactly where they needed to be. Yeah, you got to give it up to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. He executed in the, in the end there. Mm-hmm. He had some. He had some good stat. He had a good stat line. Hey, didn't turn over the ball when it came to like throwing. He did fumble, but like. Throwing an interception. Sometimes I feel like throwing an interception is different than like fumbling to me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so because you're, you're throwing with confidence is different than, hey, I got sacked and I got stripped away, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so um, I mean, each game, Trevor Lawrence is getting just way better. He's not looking like a bust. And Urban Meyer still is looking like dog shit. Yeah, still. <laughs> yeah, still. As for the Ravens, um, seven and four, but it really feels like this team really crawled and scratched their way to seven and four. Like, yeah, like like they really had to squeeze every bit out of them because mm-hmm. they just been dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah, their offense isn't the best, but. I don't know. It's I'm actually shocked to see seven and four. I don't. I don't think they've been playing as well as their no, record no, no. says. They're crumbling, but yeah. they have such a strong foundation that they full. They haven't fully collapsed just yet. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. That's why they're seven and four. But it doesn't seem like it because they are crumbling right now. Their offense is just they looking like shit. But their foundation of running the ball is just literally keeping them alive. Yeah, that's that's true. The mm-hmm. the foundation is is really strong there. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know the help ain't there. The help is not there for Lamar at all. Nope. Injuries, you know the just signing on new players and things like that. There's no there's no yeah. strong chemistry there. Then the whole contracting is probably in the back of his head too. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's be honest. You know. So, I mean, a lot of things going on with this Ravens offense that, you know, it's not good. It's not good. It, they, they, they're looking like the New York Giants right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. But in a different perspective. Like, Giants are going up. Ravens are going down. Yeah. You know, they, they, yeah. They, it's, it's just terrible. Terrible. Sad to see. Um, Quick one. The, the Miami Dolphins. Put a spanking on the Houston Texans. They came out hot, and they did not show any type of mercy on both sides of the ball. Nope, not at all. Um, Yeah, by the halftime, it was already 30-0. Yeah. Um, Yeah, um, Texans offense had a rough first half. Um, Sometimes I feel like, how did Texans even win their one, one football game? How did Texans, yeah. another thing? How did Texans even tie with the Colts and score twenty points? Right, something else that I'm just right. like kind of like baffled at at times. Just how? Do you? Oh yeah, I do. I do remember who the Texans beat for the first win. It was the Jags. Different, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, looking like oil, a well-oiled machine. Um. 
still though kind of risky um they got Tyreek Hill now gimpy for playing you know late in the game when they shouldn't have yeah not not yeah. a not a good move not a good move but hey decisions you make hey Mike McDaniels will learn yeah but um Dolphins really scary team I feel really really scary team very scary scary hours mm-hmm scary hours in Miami yeah um team I definitely don't want to play in the playoffs hell nah if you got the Dolphins first in the playoffs I feel very bad for you I'm sorry <laughs> all right nothing really more to talk about the Texans other than hey you're gonna get your first pick and please find yourself a quarterback please and yeah Ah, do I want it to be Bryce Young? I don't know. I don't know if I want to see him there, but we'll see. No one wants to see him there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, all right, next game we got the this Bears and one. the Jets. I love it. I love it. Love it. I'm just mad that we didn't put <laughs> we didn't stick to the guns of putting Mike White as our quarterback. I know. Uh, we we knew we knew what he was capable of. Hey, I'm mad. And... I'm mad that you even joined the DraftKings episode because I had the lineup set. I'm like, I'm gonna do this by myself, and I was ready to <laughs> hype up Mike White. Mike White. <laughs> I, I, I was. I was. And then you know, you talk. You talk some sense, and you're like, all right, maybe not Mike White. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Kyler Murray. Yeah, maybe, oh maybe. I'm like, fuck. It was Mike White the whole time. It was Mike White. Garrett Wilson came alive with Mike White. Man, so many things confirmed. There's there's a lot of confirmations from this game, from this dub. Zach Wilson, it is looking terrible for you. Yeah, be, you. Yeah, the confidence. The the thing. The most important thing to realize is the two different confidence level. Mike White does not give a fuck. He is gonna mm-hmm. sling the football. Mm-hmm. When Zach Wilson, yeah. I I don't know if he struggles throwing the ball or I I don't know I I really don't know what his motive is trying to throw, but it looks like a lack of confidence. He's unsure of himself, or you know, he he wants something else to happen. I I don't know, but you basically yeah. you look at last week and you look at this week, literally two different quarterbacks at play. Two different confidence level. You know, yeah, and the offense looks completely different. Oh, everyone's happy. Elijah Moore even got a touchdown. Elijah Moore even got a touchdown. And he was asking for a trade. This brother was asking for a trade. But it all takes is the right quarterback to play, and your talent will be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett Wilson is for real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Garrett Wilson's for real. I think Mike White is for real. Mike White is definitely starting to convince me. If he if he can keep that, you know, he has a great defense right now. So yeah. if he's able to string some wins together and mm-hmm. not turn the ball over so much, um, he, he yes, he's already doing better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, he didn't turn over um, the ball at all this 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 week. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, he plays at a confidence level way more mature than Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't see why not keep him starter at this point. I'm hearing oh, something. Yeah. I'm hearing something that you know 
they might bring back Wilson? Well, when the move was made to make Wilson inactive, because for this week it was Mike White and then second string was Joe Flacco. So they really just sat Wilson, right? And And they said they're gonna give him they said they're gonna give him a reset. Whatever a reset. Whatever that means. But now you every decision that is made in the NFL, sure, you can when when you make it, you can go up to the media that day and and express your intention. Sure. Mm-hmm. Be like, sure, I'm I'm trying to give my quarterback a reset. Fine. But in that window of giving your quarterback a reset, another guy is lifting your team to where it's at and getting you dubs, and it's just looking better overall. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, you're going to eventually – yeah, at the end of the day, it's about dubs and how, how far you can go that season. Mm-hmm. And if Mike White – consistently who knows i don't know i don't know if next week mike white's gonna play but i feel like he deserves to like the stat line and his performance he deserves to play next week and if let's just say he does let's just say he plays next week and he has a similar game and they win it's gonna be very hard to pull him and be like all right zach wilson like get back in there it's Mm -hmm. your team again Mm -hmm. you know yeah and the thing is, I bet you, let's just say this was a more competitive game and Justin Fields was in and the Jets lose. I'm still like, play Mike White because he did yeah. all he could to win this game. It's just the other team just scored more points. Yeah. You know? No. If, yeah. You, you look at the individual performance. Yeah. Because basically you want to say that player held his end of the bargain can the other players hold their end of the bargain? You know, if you yeah. want to play, put it like that, of playing wise, you know, that's like right. with offensive defense. If if your quarterback could put up twenty eight points, and you guys still lose, you gotta look at the defense at that point, not really the quarterback, because they're mm-hmm. in, the offense was able to score at least a touchdown, an average a touchdown a quarter. Yeah, you know, if you yeah. if you want to put a perspective like that, so I mean. I say keep on rolling the dice with Mike White. I liked him last year. I like him this year. You know, it's uh-huh. just it 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 seems like he reads things a lot better and he's more willing to um commit to take, throws. Take those shots. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even say just risky just yet, but he his throws look just more confident. That's it. Yeah. It, it's a it's a much different vibe for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. what was interesting was Justin Fields was ruled out. So Trevor Simeon got the start during warmups. Trevor Simeon actually injured his oblique and he was about to not start. Nate Peterman was about to start because Trevor Simeon injured himself during warmups. Um, in the end, I think this man is still in the league. How is he still in the league? I think the coaches and training staff got together and said, we cannot start Nate Peterman today. Wrap this man him. up. <laughs> get, hey, get the fucking medical tape and wrap his oblique up. Yeah. Make that and shit stiff him, as fuck. Whatever fucking steroid you have to inject in this man, do it. But we are not putting Nate Peterman out there today. Man, the Jets defense would have had a six interception first half. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, when that was developing, I was like, "No way!" Because I was already laughing that Trevor Simeon was gonna have to start. Yeah. But then, but then there was an update that was like <laughs> Trevor Simeon just injured his oblique, so they're thinking Nate Peterman might get the start today. I was like, "Nate, <laughs> Peterman." The Bears almost won up themselves. <laughs> they almost won up themselves. Uh, hey, you thought we were trying with uh, Trevor Simeon. We got one better. Hey, we got her, one better. Go oblique real quick, Simeon. We got fucking Nate Peterman. <laughs> so are you ready for this name? I d- I had no. I honestly, I'd laugh because I didn't even realize he was on the Bears. At, at this I, point I, on, he's always going to be that guy where a team has quarterback issues with injuries. Then all of a sudden, you see his fucking name. Peterman uh, on the depth chart. Yeah, yeah the, the fuck are you chart. doing here? <laughs> the fuck? Didn't you throw five interceptions and a half? He's a goat for that. <laughs> he's a goat because he did that and he's still in the league. He's still. That's getting why paid. he's a fucking goat. He's, he's still getting paid. <laughs> what the fuck does he do at practice that makes him say we have to have him on our team still? There are different legacies you leave in this league, okay? Mark Sanchez has the butt fumble. Nate Peterman has the... I had the most abysmal showing my first game, and I am still here years later getting Mm -hmm. a check. Crazy. (laughs) Fucking crazy. Yeah, terrible. But, hey, congrats, Jets. Um, Got back on the... uh, uh, Got back... What am I trying to say? You got- <laughs> I think I'm just going to give up on the sentence because I can't form it right now. I, oh, I you got back on the winning train. There you go. There you go. Somewhere along those lines. Yes, yeah. that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, great guess. <laughs> All right. Um, um, next, ne- next, we got the fucking grinding game right here because it was pretty low scoring the whole time. Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. Tennessee Titans, very grindy yep. game. Actually, the next grindy. Two, yeah, the next two games, the last two games in the morning, very grindy games. But um, yeah. yeah, Bengals and Titans definitely was a grind game. Um, they were able to put Derrick Henry in lock. He did break out for a big reception, but still, that mm-hmm. was it. That, yeah, that was it. Um, oh, because. He did the he did the run where he fumbled and Traylon Burks got the fumble uh, and scored. I forgot yeah. it was it was that one where he got kind of it was that yeah he almost he robbed himself of a touchdown. So all those all that yardage it, it does it gets taken off. No, it, from it, him? it counts. It's just the moment okay. of the fumble, the yardage I stops see, and Burke got a touch a touchdown because he recovered it. He, yeah. he, he recovered it in the end zone. Yeah. So yeah, in, a weird, in, weird, in a weird way, he had a fumble recovery touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. So is it defensive? Is it special team? What kind of touchdown yeah. is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's a touchdown, though, for him. It scored fantasy <laughs> points. It, it was a big, big dub for the Bengals, though, because, um, I mean, they're they're holding the same record as the Ravens. Ravens mm-hmm. basically would be their only competition. That's why the Bengals should take it. They mm-hmm. seem to be the most solid team in that in that division mm-hmm. but they have to win these games to yeah. to solidify it you know and and the thing is they are winning these games despite the injuries on the roster right now 
Yeah, on both sides of the yeah. ball, they're de- he, they're dealing with some some um, key player mm-hmm. injuries, but they're still fighting and they're producing wins. Yeah, I mean, you got Jamar Chase out. Obviously, totally mm-hmm. different offense when he's there. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Mixon being out, but Perrine stepping in and and doing what he has to do. Mm-hmm. Um, T. Higgins finally had a pretty big game. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, you know two he, he's capable of that. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. So that's good. So, yeah, the, the team's staying afloat. Um, Titans, That this is another team that under, uh, what's his name, Mike Vrabel? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's, he's, a, he's a coach. He's a great coach in a sense that he knows how to adjust. And I think, yeah. I think the Titans are, ever since he's been there, have been that type of team as like as the season goes on they they the get better, better. Yeah. especially especially on the defensive side of the ball mm-hmm. um so i i think the titans are going to be fine i think they'll be able to bounce back from this game mm-hmm. but in the in the end it was it was basically anyone's game you yeah. know it stayed close it stayed close the whole time yeah exactly um yeah, I mean the way you describe the Titans are perfect because they start off, they start off the season pretty slow, but um, yeah they yeah they start rolling they towards the, it out. yeah they start rolling at the end of the year, but I yep. I mean that also goes the the show that they don't make noise in the playoffs because um, they're not talented enough to be a really True. talented team. They they True. they have the schemes, they have the strategy. It's just I don't think they lack the talent to um not be overwhelmed by these other teams that have like a better defense yeah. and better offense than them. You know, they're no they're, I I agree. They're yeah. really just running off of Derrick Henry and I mean it shows right here that you could stop Derrick Henry. Could and he's and he's been stopped a few times already this season. So I mean, it is a hard task, and it's, it's a, not guaranteed, but it's possible. But it's possible. Sure. And then you're yeah. like, all right, with your wide receivers, throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get a dub. <laughs> yeah. I, the Titans would just, if they're in the playoffs, they would have to literally create the environment of a grindy game mm-hmm. to 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 take it, to it, steal it. Exactly. Like, you, the Titans really have to manage that clock well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that's what Vrabel tries to do, but sometimes it's not in their power to, you know, do that. So it, it does go against them. So yeah, that's really the sum of the Titans team. Titans defense, on the other hand, they're they're adjustable defense, but they're not the best defense. Like I think we said many many times, is they're like a middle of the pack defense. They might play good yeah. one week, they might not play good the other week, but at the same time. You don't underestimate this defense. Sometimes they show up as a top 15. Sometimes they show up as a bottom 10, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think as the season goes on, they, they consistently play better. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'll be fine. I think mm-hmm. the Titans, they might, I mean, they'll probably make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make a run. Um, yeah. But I think they'll be good enough to get a playoff spot. Yeah. I feel you on that. Uh, the last morning game, real quick: Commanders versus Falcons. Um, this Heineke. was a, Heineke. 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 <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, understand this: the Commanders are seven and five. <laughs> seven and five. 
Seven and five. The Washington Manders. I, I, at some point of the season, they were what? They're how many have they won in a row now? Because that's the better question. Yeah, they're they're losing record. It was bad. It, it, I mean, it, we it counted was looking, it, was looking, it was looking bad with wins. It really was. Mm-hmm. It was really mm-hmm. looking bad. We're like, uh, I mean, the thing is, the Manders are a laughing stock because they're like, how are you going to change the Manders and be this bad? Yeah, right. They're on a three game right. winning streak right now. Heineke, he just plays with much more intensity and fire, and, mm-hmm. and he it just seems like he cares a lot more. Yeah. Um. Um. And yeah. No, the, the defense is playing a lot better too. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we, we've always said like, "Where's this defense? Where's this defense? Where's this defense?" But they're they're coming mm-hmm. together. They're they're stopping offenses. And yep. they're, they're playing to Heineke's advantage, which is a low-scoring game where he could basically slide in and steal a dub. Yep. Because when yep. you got Monte, uh, Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen as your um, defensive ends, they put enough pressure. They put a good enough pressure. Now, if they get Chase Young in the mix, that could be a very, very scary team at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, for what they got on defense, it could look a lot worse for other teams. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, um, there's there's talent on the offense, and they show glimpses of, you know, a pizzazz. But there's still a struggle on the offense of really just constantly scoring points. But they do yeah. enough to win the games. They do enough. Mm-hmm. They do enough. As for the Atlanta Falcons... They're a tough team. Um, they're they're just a really tough team to like really say, "Hey, you guys are going to do good." It's just because there's just a lack of, I guess you could say, a lack of identity, especially with the um, offense right now. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know what the what they do any week for offense. Like receiving is not a it's not a good look in the receiving receiving end right now. I don't know who they their go to guy is. There really is no go to guy on the receiving end, and I feel like Cardell Patterson needs the ball in his hands a lot more. Oh yeah, for sure. And and in general, the Falcons do not throw the ball that much. No, I, I um, the it, av- average pass attempts is not is not up there. So yeah, mm-hmm. the the receiving room is gonna be is gonna be lacking. Um, Ever since they lost who uh, Julio Jones and um, Ridley, mm-hmm. they're they're in a transition phase in that room. They're they're trying to find their no- number one. And Drake London might maybe could be, but I don't know for sure. No, it, he's more of a maybe, but promising. But who's left is not looking very promising at all. Zacharias, no, he's been around yeah. for a while, but hasn't even developed. Yeah. You know, as a great number two, to be honest. Yeah, he's very average, very mm, mid. Yeah. Um, yeah, this offense team just lacks the offensive identity. They lack the trust in Mariota, I feel, because he's not yeah. really throwing the ball as well, too. I would mm-hmm. I would like him, too. I would like to see some type of progress with the offense. But, I mean, yeah. when you don't throw the ball like that and, you know, it's a very sluggish game, you want to see more. You just want to see more with this team. and. They have a chance to yeah. see more and gamble a little bit to make the playoffs, especially how weak this their division is. Yeah. 
No, exactly. The the fact that they're five and seven, but they still have a pretty good shot. Uh, kind of crazy. Of winning the division. Of winning it, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. All right, afternoon games. Um the Charger um Cardinals games was much like the Ravens Jags game. Yep. At, at least ending, in the ending. Ending with a late touchdown and the option to tie it up with the extra point or win it with a two point conversion. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers said, fuck it, we're five and five and we're the Chargers. We're charging in and, a different way. And we're charging. We're just gonna do it right here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna find out if we go home with the L or dub right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um I mean we did we did kind of predict that this game was going to be pretty even, pretty good back and forth. Uh, I did expect somewhat of a higher final score, but mm-hmm. for the most part, um, yeah, both teams, it, it was anyone's game. Yeah. Um, and in the end, you know, Chargers just had the last possession. They were able to convert that two-point conversion, so mm-hmm. they got the dub. Do you think Kyler Murray has a cod curse? You know, I I don't know all the details. I I just know that I, I understand the memes that he loves Call of Duty and, but I don't know the stats. I I don't know the numbers between like what the relevancy between certain things with Call they, of Duty how and they how cor- many losses. How they correlate? How they correlate? I I don't know them. Um, I don't know this season, but, but I've seen the uh-huh. past charts from last season, and they correlate very well. With the drop of <laughs> Call of Duty and how his plane has tanked. Terrible. That's all I gotta say. It's a little different now because they they basically tanked pretty early, the cards. So it's kinda hard to say if it's good or bad. Yeah, like they, they didn't they didn't even have that hot start that they no. usually have. No, that's why it was easier uh-huh. to correlate with past seasons because they had hot starts the last two to three seasons. The last two years, yeah, and then dipped. Yeah, it, it's starting to get to the point where you got to start making free DeAndre Hopkins shirts. Oh man, I uh, I mean, obviously Kingsbury is out this season. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, after hearing yeah. the press conference, goes schematically we're fucked. <laughs> like what? <laughs> just just say I do not like Kingsbury at this point. It. <laughs> he said, Kyler Murray said, schematically, we're fucked. Oh, oh, I did not know that that's what was said. Oh, yeah. That's what it was said. He literally said, the blueprints, yeah, they're fucking garbage. I don't believe, oh, I do God. not believe in the blueprints that are given to me. I'm going to still follow yeah. them, but the blueprints are fucking shit. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. It's it's confirmation from what we've all kind of guessed, and it's Kyler Murray is very unhappy with Kingsbury, the system, mm-hmm. um, certain, certain play calls in certain moments. They're just not on the same page at all. They don't have trust in each other. They need to break this shit uh, up ASAP. It, it's a disaster. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner. I mean, it's almost a lost season at this point. It, it is. Because it is. Yeah, four four and eight. You don't really have a shot at the division right now. Yeah. And wild cards going to the, NFC East. And the, yeah, and then you talk about wild card, that that's gonna be eaten up by the East, the mm-hmm. way it's looking. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't even you can't even have a better record than the Manders, the right fucking now. Manders. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a lost season, which is why I'm surprised because it's so toxic at this point. The, those mm-hmm. two are clearly not enjoying each other's company. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, they got to make a move pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Um. As for the Chargers, um, this is the type of win they need. Because it it's just like you know, it's a momentum shift to for the better for them because they are, are they for the past like seasons they flop out on on dubs like this or they just play very bad and they you know they're just such a better team than what they are and to go and win a game like this especially with the type of coach that likes to gamble on these types of um, situations mm-hmm. momentum builder. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's good for them. Um, it's good to see that Keenan Allen caught a touchdown. Right. <laughs> yeah. On the board. He's on the fucking board. Um, yeah. I mean, rough day rushing, but, you know, slaying the ball, Justin Herbert. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was that was a close game. Good game. Uh, good shit, Chargers. Mm-hmm. I don't know how consistent you can be, but we'll, we'll see. see moving forward. This next game, love it. I love it. I love the, I love the vibe. I love the the back and forth. I love that it ended with the hottest L on the slate for the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> you love it because you're that's a Niner what, fan. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, it. It was funny because live during the game, it was still in the 20s. I want to say when I walked into this game, it was like 20-something or 20-something. And um, me and my brother were talking, and he was like, I, I need the Seahawks. We're both Niner fans. I need the Seahawks to take a hot L today. And shit, ask and you, may re- you, <laughs> you will receive because <laughs> – the way the Seahawks lost this game, crazy. Josh Jacobs has been one of the biggest, you know, shockers of the season. We all knew he was good, but there was talks that he might not even be a Raider or that who what's his name? Zamir White was gonna, was gonna be over. the new was gonna take over. Yeah, that's and, why that's why I heard split carries. I heard split carries. Josh Jacobs to me. Um, he is the definition of a running back. The way he's built, the way he plays, the way he moves. <laughs> it is, it is to me, the, him and Nick Chubb would have to be my, in my opinion, the I, perfect ideal running, back running backs. Yeah. Ideal running backs, like pure mm-hmm. runner talent. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that run that he had where, just the way he moves, he's so shifty. He he knows when when to cut, and his natural instinct mm-hmm. to just stiff arm a tackle, mm-hmm. um, is wild. <laughs> like he he just put that big boy down and said, "Nope, you're not you're not grabbing me." And that that dude was huge. Um, and it, yeah, like I said, just the way they won this game, went to OT. He breaks off for an 86 yard run, almost. Almost the perfect ending to the t- type of game yeah. he was having because he was having a huge game. Yeah. Um. And yeah, first what first player to have 
over 300 yards total total scrimmage yards and i don't know how long 1998 um but good shit josh jacobs good shit raiders y'all needed this win i needed you guys to win uh <laughs> fuck the seahawks uh i still respect you geno smith i hope you make the pro bowl but um, not the playoffs but not the play but i hope you don't win this division i'm sorry yeah um but yeah, exciting game overall. Man, I've never heard you talk about a Seahawks game in this length. I know it's for the L, but it was very uh, elaborate where I'm like, hey, I have nothing to say about this game. You said enough. <laughs> you said enough, brother. Yeah. yeah I, love the, I love the results of this one. <laughs> it, it's crazy because the opening drive, it started off with a pick. Yeah. Okay. It was Derek Carr's first pass attempt, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that could have set a very dark vibe. The vibe the game, of the game was loud <laughs> and on the Seahawks' favor. Yep, I was like, ah, shit! Yep. Look what Derek Carr did. He literally got the twelfth man to fucking roar. <laughs> yep, yep. But in the same breath, also silent the fuck out them. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Who yeah. would have thought? I'm- Happy for Carr because I know he's been going through it. All right. Well, um, speaking of more happiness for Francis, uh, I know it's not as drastic because they're kind of irrelevant now. But the Rams took a loss today. That yeah, day. this dead this dead team took a loss, mm-hmm. and the and I the don't. Chiefs just literally poked them with the stick and said, "Yeah, they're dead." Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, nothing to see here. There, there's no pulse. There's mm-hmm. no vital sign. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Rams are officially done for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, great news, but I, it, it, I'm almost evil because when this game was still what uh, at some point, let me see, it was thirteen, thirteen three. three. So yeah, at thirteen three, I was like, "Come on, Chiefs, just rip the heart out!" Like I wanted the Chiefs to like blow them out. Like I, wanted, I really wanted them you to wanted a forty kill point them. game. Forty point game. Yes. Like forty to ten or forty to seven, forty you know, oh, Cowboys Vikings type of vibe, forty to three. I thought like I thought that was gonna happen too, <laughs> just because like you're yeah. that, those type of backups. Right. Right. And the Rams, man, what a hangover they're having. Like, um, their defense is bad. Well, there's no motivation. Mm-hmm. Their their aspirations was Super Bowl, and now that it's completely out of their agenda, there's not going to be any motivation on either side of that ball. Um, they're just waiting for the year to be done at this point. Um, the Chiefs, solid, you know, taking dubs they're supposed to. They're rolling nine and two. I I I think they're going to take the first seed in the AFC, no question. Mm-hmm. Um. So AFC Championship most likely going through Arrowhead. What a surprise! Um, but yeah, not not much else to say about this game. Uh, it's, it was it was one sided as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, quickly to summarize this Niner game because it wasn't all that exciting either. The only exciting stat is that we do keep our streak alive. The last four games we shut out teams in the second half. Zero second half points in four weeks straight. Uh, we've outscored opponents 57 to zero in the last Shit. four weeks. Um, so this defense has really, 
woken up. Um, I still think our secondary is the weakest part. Actually, the Saints were going to break the streak. And pe- and that's the thing. Both sides knew that the streak was a real thing. So the Saints got down to the red zone. They got inside the 10 or inside the 5. Kamara was getting in there. And then Hufunga mm-hmm. with the hit to cause a fumble. Mm-hmm. And we recovered it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that turnover kept the streak alive. Um, but yeah, sorry, Saints. You guys are rolling with Andy Dalton. Um, that's all I have to say yeah. to, for for you guys to understand why you're four and eight. Mm-hmm. But but the good news is is that you are in the division that you're in, and still at four and eight, you're not gone yet. Ayo, you are <laughs> still have life. Ayo. Hey, there's life. Mm-hmm. So 49ers, good shit. Keep it rolling. Seven and four. Let's 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 finish it off and just take the division. The fact that whole division is alive and the yeah. NFC South with losing <laughs> with records. Losing records. <laughs> with losing records. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. <laughs> and the thing is they can lose more and still be in the running. <laughs> and still be in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so crazy up in that division. Shit's but. amazing. And anything you want to add to this game? Before we move on, um, no, other than it was nice seeing Winston play for the Saints, but who knows if we'll see him play ever for the Saints again? Yeah, and and Michael Thomas. R.I.P. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah, um, I'll see you in the Canadian uh, Football League. <laughs> exactly. Michael Thomas, uh, shake hands with Keenan Allen. You guys are now best friends, and both of you will know be nowhere near my fantasy teams forever. Yeah, I'm, the thing is, at least <laughs> Keenan Allen has a hamstring situation. Michael Thomas is a toe. Yeah, and he can't get on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy. Yeah. All right. Eagles take on the Packers. Um, a higher scoring game than I thought was going to be. Anyone thought, you know, morally on the Packers side of things, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, Eagles handled business. They were able to put up points. Their run game always running, always running and gunning. Um, Jalen Hurts had a hundred yards rushing in the first quarter. Sheesh. <laughs> It's yo, they the Packers defense allowed that shit to happen, yeah, because they gave them so much room. That's man, right? Yeah, 17 17 carries, 157 yards. It's almost actually, I I saw a lot of plays in this in this Mm -hmm. game, and it's almost like that was part of the game plan. It's almost like they just they just were watching Justin Fields for the last two, three weeks, and we're like, hey. Why can't we do that with Jalen Hurts? Oh, yeah, but, we but, can. But understand this. <laughs> the Eagles offense had 363 yards of rushing. Yeah, because Miles Sanders went Yo, to off. Too. 157 for Hurts. 143 for Sanders. Top five defense. Man, what the Top fuck? five defense, Packers. That's what they said. At the beginning of the season, top five defense. <laughs> That's what they said. Who was smoking? (laughs) Who was smoking? Um, Rodgers got knocked out in the third quarter, but 
Um, Jordan Love came in relieved and put a 6-9 stat with a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those yards came from the Christian Watson play. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. Who is starting to solidify himself in the league because, you know, he showed with both both quarterbacks in that room he he could get it done. He could get in there. Yeah. Um, he could break off some big plays. Just got to be healthy. That's really it. Just got to stay healthy and, and got to f- consistently catch the balls. Mm-hmm. No drops. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it, not only that, I know Dobbs is out on the IR, but Dobbs has been showing out too. Mm-hmm. So it's like they, they, they got a young receiving core, but they could get it together and produce if, you know, they're yeah. both on. So... Patience. Patience, Rogers. Patience. Patience. No need to cuss him out. No need. No need to have a stick up your ass, man. It's patience. You chose this. You chose this. Patience. Right. Patience. But yeah, they didn't end up getting the dub. They just couldn't keep up with the um Eagles. Yeah. But, yeah, they they made it a close game. They made it an interesting game, but in mm-hmm. the end, Eagles are just they're the better team. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, all right, town time for an ugly game. The Monday night game, Pittsburgh versus the Colts. First half was very uninspiring, very slow. Um, it was basically sixteen three at the half. Colts could not do anything on offense. Their first quarter produced zero yards. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Zero yards. I, it's funny because Twitter blew up, was saying, yo, I wonder what Jeff Saturday said to the Colts in the second half because they're a completely <laughs> different team. <laughs> which was true. Which is true. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, they weren't a strong offense to begin with since the start of the season. But the fact that they came out with 14 points after playing how they did in the first half, props. Definite props. Um, yeah. It's not like the Broncos where they just stay goosing every quarter. Yeah. Yeah. At least Matt Ryan can fucking put drives together every now and then. Right. Yeah. As for the Steelers, they're still a ground-and-pound team. Their quarterback is young and needs to develop, but you see a lot of promise there and their young receiver. Picket, yep. picket, and picking. Picket and picking. Picket to pickings. Yeah, picket to pickings. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it because of that, but they really do have some good chemistry going on there. They do. You know, it's, it's going to develop next year, but it's nice seeing it right now. Um, Starting right now. Najee Harris ended up getting knocked out of the game for this. I don't know if it's for concussion or anything. I just meant, like, he was out for the rest of the game because of injury. Right. So, But, um, yeah, this Steeler offense ain't too great, though. But right. that defense, though, that defense just loves to cause trouble yeah especially when a certain man is out there mm-hmm. tj watt tj watt tj watt yeah. yes sir yeah but it, this was a very slow game uh I, fireworks weren't really there and steelers end up getting the dub here 
And the yeah. Colts fall to four and seven. Four, still, seven, and one. Still don't know how they even got four and seven, but, you know, and one. But <laughs> that's another team where, like, how the fuck? I guess. I guess. I, I think one of their wins was the Chiefs, right? They it was it was the it was the it was the twenty twenty to seventeen yeah I the, think was yeah, the final score yeah there's that one yeah they beat when, the Broncos the, in that abysmal game at Thursday night oh god yeah. that Thursday night everyone had to bleach their eyes after yeah, that game I, yeah bleach your eyes <laughs> pour rubbing alcohol in them and hope <laughs> that's out of your mouth that that if I was inch. if I was a commissioner. And that game ended. I would have called both owners and coaches into my room and be You're like, fired. "You know, you know, this is a professional league, right?" <laughs> yeah, fucking terrible. Yeah, it, it was terrible. But Steelers, let's see, let's see how many more wins they can get before the season's done. I don't think they they have a shot at this division anymore. No, no, um, definitely not. So Tomlin. But he he still has a chance to end with a winning record, though. Exactly. So, so I know he's going to at least strive for that because he does have a long streak there. Mm-hmm. Um, Colts, they're going to, to me, they're just going to keep randomly winning and losing games. I think the games that they do win is because their defense shows up. Mm-hmm. But the moment their defense doesn't show up, they're not winning shit. Yeah, pretty, um, pretty much. So, yeah, that's the story with them. Yeah. Um, and that pretty much does it, right? Covered the whole slate. That's the whole slate, brother. That's the whole slate. Kind of a chunky episode today. We did miss last week. Uh, the recap episode last week. It was uh, scheduling issues. Um, holiday season's ramping up, so work's getting busy. That's why our good friend Dougie is not here with us tonight. Uh, shout out Dougie. Can't wait to get you back onto one of these recap episodes. Hopefully, you're there for the DraftKings episode. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. This has mm-hmm. been week 12 of the recap. Uh, we will be uh, dropping DraftKings this week, and mm-hmm. we'll catch you next week on the on the next recap for week 13. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Francis. My buddy here is Spuddy, yep, yep. and we are out of here. Later.